Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Seven zero four five seven zero eleven ten and one eight hundred WBT eleven ten. And by the way, people ask why I do that sometimes. Like, why do you say the call letters like that? Because that's the way Bar Giamatti told me to. Obviously, or John Adams. John Adams. That's the way John Adams pronounced it. You got to say it like that. It conveys. All right, two top Republican senators. Who? Top. Top men. Top senators are demanding answers from special counsel John Durham about key crossfire hurricane figures. Why? Well, these key figures refused to cooperate in his investigation. I don't know, it seems kind of important. If you got a bunch of key figures, they seem important, right, to an investigation. Otherwise, I don't know if I would lump them into the key figures category. I don't know. I'll tell you who they are. You tell me. Knowing what you know about the whole crossfire hurricane, Russia, 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 ho- uh, hoax, collusion story, steel dossier stuff, you tell me if these names, first off, ring a bell. Secondly, do you think they're key figures? Number one, James Comey. Number two, Andrew McCabe. Number three, Peter Strzok. Number four, Bill Priestap. Number five, Kevin Kleinsmith. And number six, Glenn Simpson. A lot of people don't know Bill Priestap, but all of the others you should recognize immediately, right? Yeah, they're key people, key figures in the probe. And now we find out that they they were not interviewed. They did not cooperate. Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, top men, top senators. They first obtained the uh, yeah sent a letter obtained now by the Washington Examiner sent a letter to Durham pressing him on his investigation of the Trump Russia investigations uh, investigators noting that it quote it seems odd that individuals would be allowed to avoid fully cooperating with your office particularly given your authority to compel testimony and get records right what's up with that. The GOP letter pointed out that several important figures did not fully cooperate with Durham or did not cooperate at all. Fired FBI Director Comey, fired FBI Deputy Director McCabe, fired FBI Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence Peter Strzok, former Assistant Director of the FBI Counterintelligence Division Bill Priestap, convicted ex-FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith, and Fusion GPS co-founder Glenn Simpson. Durham's lengthy and quote-unquote sobering report concluded that the FBI had no proper basis to launch the controversial 2016 election inquiry, which soon transformed into special counsel Robert Mueller's sprawling investigation. The report also revealed there was never any evidence of Trump-Russia collusion, 
pointed to the Russian links behind British ex-spy Christopher Steele's discredited dossier and concluded that former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's campaign played a role in pushing the collusion claims to the media and to the FBI. Senators Grassley and Johnson told Durham that they, quote, noticed that several high-level government officials directly involved in Crossfire Hurricane either declined or partially declined to cooperate with your investigation. And they pointed out that some personnel in the FBI's counterintel division refused to cooperate with his review. And the FBI leadership then intervened to urge them to agree to be interviewed. The senators told Durham that Congress requires additional information with respect to this refusal to cooperate and how it ultimately concluded. Right, so when when Durham says with all of these different people that, that they did not cooperate. They declined through counsel to be interviewed like Comey was described in the um, in the report in Durham's report. It says that Jim Comey declined through counsel to be interviewed. Oh, OK, well, that's very nice. Screw you. We got a subpoena. Come talk to us. Like, that's my response. I mean, yeah, I, I probably am not suited for this kind of work that Durham was doing, but that's what I would have done. You've got the subpoena power. That's the whole point. Use it. When they're like, hey, you know what? I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. You're going to come talk. That's the whole idea is to get to the truth, right? The former FBI director, Jim Comey, was a key recipient of what Durham called the Clinton Plan Intelligence, in which Clinton's 2016 campaign allegedly planned to tie Trump to Russia to distract from her use of a private email server. This was, this was like the ultimate whataboutism CYA. It really was CYA, not CIA, CYA. The ultimate whataboutism CYA. Cover your own. But took us. Okay. Right? Or is it Patukas or just took us? I think it's just took us. It's patootie. I think it, that might. Is that something else? No, I think that's right. All right. Anyway, I'll just say cover your butt. CYB. So this the the this whole idea is that it, it, like the, the campaign pushed this narrative through the intel agencies. Why? Because the attention on her and her server, and and the swirl around that, and how the FBI came out and cleared her, quote unquote, but said there's enough to prosecute, but nobody would prosecute it. <laughs> oh yeah, we got her dead to rights, but no reasonable person would ever bring charges. And they were mad. Remember, oh, man, the Democrats were so mad at James Comey. I bet he may have feared a little bit that he might lose his job. Do you think? Right? Because if she won, do you think he might be worried that she could fire him? Maybe. I don't know. After he pulled that stunt with Loretta Lynch, she of the, the tarmac meeting with Bill Clinton where they they sat in an airport uh, in an airplane together and just discussed their grandbabies because, of course, that's what you do. When your two private charter jets just happen to be passing at the same time on the same tarmac, coincidentally, and you got some time to kill, so you just, you know, walk on over while your wife is being investigated for the, the email server and mishandling classified information. You know, you just have a seat, chat about the grandbabies, whatevs. The CIA also sent a referral memo to the FBI on the Clinton plan back in 2016, two months before the election. And that memo was addressed to both Comey and Strzok. Right? So he was, he was at the heart of all this, Jim Comey was. 
but he didn't want to be interviewed, so I guess he wasn't interviewed. McCabe also declined to be interviewed, but he was involved in all aspects of the investigation. The Durham report said Peter Strzok agreed to provide information to the office concerning matters related to the FBI's Alpha Bank investigation. That was the lie also that came from the Democrats, which was that there was a back-channel communication set up via Alpha Bank with the Russians, with the Kremlin, between Trump and, and Putin. And that was a lie. But he, he said, oh, yeah, I'll talk about that. But he declined to be interviewed on anything related to Crossfire Hurricane. See, there is a different standard of justice and investigative process with the left versus the right. Remember, when Hillary Clinton was interviewed by the feds, do you remember who got to be there with her? Cheryl Mills, her lawyer, who also happened to be at the heart of all of the email scandal, the, the, the server scandal. So she gets to be a witness and a participant in the deposition or question, not even question, like they didn't even record it, remember? They just had some notes. Michael Sussman, he's the guy, went to James Baker at the FBI just as a citizen in order to give him the Alpha Bank story. What else? Simpson, Glenn Simpson, Fusion GPS, Hired Christopher Steele in 2016 after the opposition research firm was hired by the Clinton campaign. And Mark Elias, the lawyer for Clinton. Durham said in his report that Simpson declined to be interviewed by the office. Also, Mark Elias declined to voluntarily be interviewed by the office. So isn't that nice? You could just say, you know what? I would just prefer not to talk with you. Thanks. And then you go on your merry way. And then Durham puts out this much-anticipated report. And you got at least half a dozen is more. Mark Elias is on there. There's like eight or nine of these people. And I wonder how many others that just were never interviewed. Never subpoenaed. Never put under oath. Never forced to testify to the investigator or to, to answer questions of the investigators. But we're supposed to now believe all of the results of this thing. It's just, it's, it's just so disappointing. Over and over and over again. Oh, hey, real quick. Before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right. Um, so uh, here's another story. I'm just kind of this. I got a lot. I, I had so much stuff. Like, I did not anticipate doing, like, three hours yesterday on DeSantis. I think I did this. Right? Is that what we did yesterday? I don't even remember. All the days are one big day to me because it's just it never stops. It's like drinking from a fire hose. So President Biden likely used his position as vice president in the Obama White House to pad a retirement plan by setting up family members as highly paid business consultants overseas. Uh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Washington Times reporter Susan Ferreccio reporting on 
The top House investigator that's pursuing the Bidens alleged influence peddling, James Comer, Congressman James Comer. He's head of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. He's been scouring uh, uh, records over the last few weeks. And what he is putting together is this, this picture, this puzzle, right? And it's all coming into focus now. Biden's years as vice president took him to Russia, China, Ukraine, Romania, other countries, including Mexico. And in each of the places he traveled, his son, Hunter Biden, his brother, James, and a small group of associates would pursue lucrative business deals. So while Joe's flying around on Air Force Two as Veep, he's got Hunter in tow or James in tow or some of their consultant buddies and business partners, associates and such, and they're setting up meetings. So obviously, they're selling influence. That's the point. Because Biden was, you know, at that point, he had been vice president for eight years. Hillary's next in line. So he's out. I'm done. So we got, you know, but we have a certain, you know, lifestyle that we have grown accustomed to living. And Joe Biden having no marketable skills and Hunter Biden even fewer. Although that's not really true, is it? Hunter Biden is actually like this world expert in like global finance and and legal issues and and energy. You know, like the guy's an expert in all this stuff and China and Art, that's right, he's a famous artist. Like, the guy, there's nothing this dude can't do. So I might be underselling him a little bit. Um, So, but they're always traveling with him. But they don't have any kind of skills to make money, so what are they trying to do? They're trying to sell the influence, the access. That's why Biden brings them in tow, but he has separation. Biden doesn't do the meets. The big guy doesn't sit down for those meets. That's why you have the family members. They got the same last name. That's the point. Hey, this is Hunter Biden. He would like to meet with you. Hello, uh, you know, Politburo chairman, whatever. I don't know. I was going to say a Russian name, but that doesn't make any sense anymore. Jay. Commission, yeah, Politburo or, or Communist Party member Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Here is James Biden. Emphasis on Biden. Get it? Biden. The unusual sequence of payments for these foreign deals, which ended up in bank accounts of nine Biden family members, have been exposed in the thousands of bank records that James Comer, Congressman Comer, has scoured. The payments to family members show a pattern of influence peddling that Comer believes is connected to President Biden and his desire to set up himself and his family for his post-White House years not anticipating that he would eventually become president, right? Because Hillary was the heir apparent, right? She was the one that was supposed to win. She was next in line. Joe wasn't going to run again. Joe had his shot. He failed twice at it, and then he became Veep. That was it. And he's on his way out. But then, of course, Hillary fails miserably, and now Joe's got to come back. Ah, I was out. And they, they suck me back in, right? Chocolate chocolate chip. 
Mr. Comer said that the committee is pursuing more records from as many as eight banks that he thinks will expose additional Biden family businesses, deals in other foreign countries, and even more family members who would get a cut of the profits. Earlier this month, James Comer, Congressman Comer, revealed corrupt Romanian businessman Gabriel Popovicu. 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 Okay. Gabe. Gabe funneled $3 million to Biden family members and business associates around the same time that uh, the vice president delivered speeches and met with Romanian leaders. And they were talking about, coincidentally enough, corruption in, in Romania. But, I mean, that's beside the point. But he was there, you know, V Biden was there doing speeches on corruption and getting some sweet, sweet money funneled to their family. More than a million dollars of the funds got transferred to the bank accounts of Hunter Biden, James Biden, Joe's brother, as well as Hallie Biden or Haley Biden. Because she apparently is also an expert in Romanian corruption, I guess. Because the money went to her, came from the, the corrupt Romanian businessman while Joe was doing a speech on Romanian corruption, so I got to believe she, too, was an expert in Romanian corruption, getting a million dollars. That's his daughter-in-law. The hell does she get a million dollars for, right? If you cannot see the influence peddling operation when it is laid out in front of you like this, right, and I'm, I'm, I'm having some fun here, but these are all the facts. If you cannot see this, then you are willfully blind to it. And... I have yeah, to believe talk about him. Old that military surplus. Comer is just more getting ways more to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go point. to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouches is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouches. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. It's tougher than what I do is I just talk about what happened. I get it. I get it. Uh, I would also uh, I want to take the opportunity just in case I don't before the end of the program to um you know, just throw this out there, put a bug in your ear, uh, just to keep in mind, you know, the reason for the weekend for the people who paid the ultimate price for America, for this country, for the principles, for the ideals, for our way of life, for you, for me, for freedom, for other people, and the family, and the friends, and the colleagues, and neighbors, brothers and sisters in arms who did not come home, um... You know, take a moment, say a prayer for them. Uh, this weekend means something different to those families than um, than it does for a lot of people who uh, didn't have somebody that, that paid that price. So I thank you. I thank the families, and uh, you are in our prayers. So uh, this story at uh, Washington Times about the House probe into— uh, Joe Biden and his dealings as vice president, which it's pretty amazing that it's taken this long for this to come out. 
But then again, maybe that's what all of the Russia collusion stuff was about, was to keep all of the agencies and all of the apparatus off the scent, off the trail. I don't know. But maybe they thought that Joe would just, you know, kind of retire, go off into the sunset. He would influence pedal like this and nobody would care. And it wouldn't matter, especially if Hillary was in charge. But then she wasn't. And so then stuff shifted, right? The calculus changes. Um, news of the Romanian payments follow revelations from House and Senate investigators that Biden family members and associates had scored millions of dollars in payments from energy firms backed by the Chinese Communist Party. And this happened two months after Biden's term as Veep ended. In 2013, so at the beginning of the second term, second Obama term, Hunter Biden traveled with his dad aboard Air Force Two to Beijing. We've known about this trip. It raised questions after it was revealed that Hunter Biden accompanied his dad to China while he was working to establish a Chinese equity fund in which he ultimately owned a 10% stake. Hunter Biden did. President Biden has repeatedly said he was unaware of any of the business dealings of his son and brother, and he never profited from any of this, which then, of course, raises the question of why did you have your son travel with you to China? Did you never ask him? Hey, what are you doing on Air Force Two? <laughs> right? Or Hunter comes to you. Hey, Dad, can I come with you to China? Why, sure, son. And that's the end of the conversation. Make sure you check out the Great Wall. And I hear they have some really high class. Never mind. President Biden has repeatedly said he didn't know anything about any of the business dealings and he never made any money. But Congressman James Comer believes that Biden was not only aware of the deals, but was eyeing them to profit in the private sector when he left public office. Because naturally, the payments from Romania took place beginning in 2015 when Biden's political life appeared to be concluding and Hillary Clinton was crowned by the party to succeed Obama. The influence peddling scheme could have extended into Mexico as well. That's now being explored. Hunter Biden and James Biden sought various deals with billionaire Mexican businessman Carlos Slim. That has been confirmed via the laptop. Hunter Biden's laptop. Does Carlos Slim still own the New York Times, by the way? Is he still the owner there? Business associates referenced Joe Biden in emails discovered on the laptop. They call him the big guy. One of the former associates, Tony Bobolinsky, who has disclosed text messages and voicemail, said the big guy is Joe Biden. Because of course it is. And he was supposed to get a cut of the multi-million dollar deal with CEFC, the Chinese energy company, which is now defunct. Well, because who needs it now, right? Mr. Bobolinsky, who said the Bidens defrauded him and other business associates by taking the profits from the Chinese energy deal for themselves, also claims President Biden is lying when he said he didn't know about the deals. That is false, he told reporters uh, back in 2020. But for some reason, we can't figure out any 
sources on this story. Which, gosh, it's a brain buster. We'll never know. Meanwhile, Chinese donors linked to Hunter Biden's business dealings and China's government steered cash to a university. Housing a think tank at the center of the Joe Biden uh, classified documents controversy. Chinese donors linked to Hunter and the Communist Party were steering money to the University of Pennsylvania. UPenn was where they had the Biden Center, right? And that's where the classified documents were. (gasps) Really? So there may have been a reason for classified documents to be at the Biden Center. Interesting. New records unearthed by the conservative watchdog group Americans for Public Trust and reviewed by the Washington Examiner reveal the identities of many donors to the University of Pennsylvania, home to the Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Influence Peddling. I'm sorry, engagement, global engagement, that was. Sorry. Some of the donors found on the list also have ties to Hunter Biden's past deals and the Chinese government. Isn't that amazing? Attorneys for President Joe Biden found between 25 and 30 classified documents. Remember, November 22 through January 23, they found it at his old office at the Penn Biden Center. The university has since drawn scrutiny from Congress because it has received tens of millions of dollars in anonymous Chinese donations. Look. China is just very, very interested in what is happening at the University of Pennsylvania. They're huge. They're huge Lions fans. They they love, right? That's the Nittany Lions, right? Isn't that them? They love Paterno over there. Isn't that you, Penn? AFT's executive director, Caitlin Sutherland, said that they know the University of Pennsylvania received a massive increase in contributions from China and Hong Kong as he was ramping up his presidential campaign and has raked in millions from communist Chinese party tied donors since he took office. A spokesman for UPenn said no foreign funds were contributed anonymously and no foreign funds were directed to the Penn Biden Center. Just came to us. It's totally different. UPenn records obtained through a FOIA request show that it received at least $105 million in Chinese donations from 2018 through 2022. The records account for donations from foreign entities totaling at least $100,000. One donor was Cafe Fortune, a Shanghai-based private equity firm, gave a million dollars. It was a major investor in the, me- in the metal and phosphate mining company, China Malibadibinum. Something. Malibidibinum. I don't know how to pronounce that word. This, I, I would like to buy a vowel. Okay. So, Cafe Fortune, Shanghai-based equity firm, major investor in this metal company, this mining company. Three years earlier, before it made that investment, in 2016, China Malibidibinum received a helping hand to buy a cobalt mine in, in Congo. Oh, isn't that nice? Who gave them the money? A company called Bohai Harvest RTS. Bohai Harvest uh, Harvest RTS, or BHR, that was co-founded in 2013 by a company called Rosemont Seneca Partners, along with two other Chinese asset managers. And do you know whose company 
Rosemont Seneca Partners is? That's right. It's Hunter Biden's. See, if you just create enough of these companies, these firms, and you just move the money around. This is what Byron Donalds, the congressman from California, who's a banker, this is what he said. Like, when you see this many LLCs, this many companies moving this amount of money between them and one person setting up all of these different LLCs, like, this has all the whole. All right, hey, real quick. It is estimated that more than 6 million Americans have Alzheimer's. It affected my family. My grandpa had it. New research and treatments are showing promise, but there's still a long way to go. So can you help me by supporting the Alzheimer's Association's Western Carolina chapter? The Family Dance Party Charlotte's on June 10th from 1 o'clock until 5 o'clock. It's at the Roxbury Nightclub in Uptown Charlotte. Go to Mix1079.com and get tickets and come bust a move on the dance floor or donate tickets to a family that's battling the disease. The Family Dance Party is presented by Jameson Realty. Again, if you can help us out, I appreciate it. Go to Mix1079.com and thank you for considering the request.